3: Before we get started with the show tonight, let's all just do a quick laugh at Sean Payton. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast two-point conversion instant reaction show. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. Well, the Saints lost to the Packers 18-17 in what is the classic game of two halves. 17-0 up at the half, and then the world came crashing down. Uh, Joining me to discuss the game today are Jason and Wesley. How are you, fellas?
2: Well, why? At least I got to see this crushing loss from my couch.
3: <laughs> yeah. So Wesley, you were you were there. You were in the stadium. Do um, you just want to give us a brief? What was it like at Lambeau? Yeah. You know, what What's the uh, place like as a stadium?
1: Great stadium. Um, like honestly, really good fans. Uh, before the game, during the game, after, everybody was um, mostly really respectful, except for one idiot who was happy when Derek Carr got hurt. Um, but the uh, but, I mean, great weather, great place. We're, we're here at the right time. It's not frozen,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> which is nice. Um, but awesome, awesome experience uh, besides the last uh, couple of minutes of the game.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that now. So, uh, so, yeah, let's get straight into it. So, the disaster scenario for the Saints has occurred um, as Derek Carr has injured his shoulder. And whilst we wait for official word, it doesn't sound like it's very good. Or it doesn't look very good um this is the fifth year in a row our starting quarterback has been injured um and the abysmal o-line play and inability to pass block has finally hit home and you know i, I don't want to go with this too soon but it's potentially ruined the season
2: yeah so, they're they're that bad the offensive line is that bad to ruin it's bad enough to ruin everything
3: yeah we've got we've got the well, we had the quarterback the receivers and the defense to be a really good team this year and it's the offensive line anyway we we'll, we we'll, we'll we'll probably get into that more when we uh, when we talk on uh, later in the week this is an instant reaction to the game so the first half was pretty much perfect we scored a touchdown in the red zone um, great to see jimmy graham catch a pass or catch a touchdown uh, the defense was unbelievable in, in the first half. The, you know, the Packers couldn't move the ball. Jordan Love couldn't do anything. They didn't have a running game. Um, we'll probably talk about it more in a bit, but Alonte Taylor was unbelievable in the first half. You know, there was a couple of plays that you're like, wow, w- w- you know, where has that come from? Um. Yeah, so first half. It was fun.
2: They were... Moving the ball, like you said, scored the touchdown in the red zone. But even in the second quarter, they started running it with Miller, and I thought Miller had a couple nice runs. You know, the the offense was pretty balanced. We were moving the ball really well. So, I mean, offensive line still has its its issues, but yeah. And then with the punt return from Shahid, yeah, I mean, you said a perfect scenario, seventeen nothing a half, and you're thinking, all right, that's a nice relaxing second half. But the Saints don't ever do that.
3: Nothing stupid in the second half. Let's, you know, let's see the game out. A couple of long drives, waste a bit of clock. But no, it's the Saints, and the Saints have to do stupid things. Um, Wesley, first half, any thoughts?
1: I mean, it was what you would expect from a defensive-heavy team. Um, I don't think the Packers were a bad team, but it's uh, I think that our offense didn't take advantage. Um, I, get, I guess I need to rewatch the game because I'm not getting into the offensive line as the the entire problem scenario. I I understand that the first half of the first game, they were awful. And they were better in the second half of that first game and made some adjustments. And then I still discussed that last week, like Derek Carr's holding the ball too long, which the pressure is eventually going to come. Um, and I, again, live, maybe it's different, but it felt like the quarterback, Throughout the game, was holding the ball a long time, um, and if we just look at the stats, they only had six quarterback hits the entire game. So I, I'm not sure. I'm not. Sure, I, I mean, I, I guess I got to rewatch it and see, but it, it felt like um, uh, multiple receivers uh, have ball them in the hands or chest and not catch them. Uh, it's uh, so. I'm just. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm uh, not 100 sure. I'm just gonna put all of this on the offensive line. And I felt like even on the play that Derek Carr got hurt on, he held the ball for a little bit and then was what should have been illegally slammed down to the ground. So I, again, I don't know if either one of those things is the offensive line's fault.
3: Yeah, no. So on the play where he was hurt, Jimmy Graham was open across the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. However, yep. in the fir- in the yep. first half, there are at least three plays. One definitely where McCoy got badly beat by um Kenny McCoy Powell. and
1: Ramchek both had a bad rep it was a great center having one bad rep and Ramchek was a great right tackle having one bad rep I don't know if that's fair to say well because because it's the lines. both of those guys typically go an entire game without having a bad rep the fact that they both had one in the first half like sucks but I'm not sure if McCoy and Ramchek each allowing a pressure um qualifies as the offensive line sucks
2: no, they suck. It's fine. They suck. Especially
1: we, when I mean one of our starters is like maybe our third best offensive lineman.
3: Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, so it's 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 clearly difficult for you to make a proper judgment because you were there in the stadium and it's really difficult to see how the offensive line plays, but I think I For, think for sure, you don't you don't
1: have you, yeah, you don't that's what I said. You don't have the same angles.
3: Yeah, no, you don't. So I th- I think you'll be disappointed with some of the play in the first half uh more than you maybe think. I, I don't know. I, I'll leave you to judge for yourself when, when if you want to rewatch it. I mean, I won't be rewatching that. No. No. To
1: be fair, I think I think the offense
2: as a, I think the offense was awful. Yeah, play call in the second half was really not great, especially even, when they were running even, the ball.
3: Even in bit. the first half, it wasn't.
2: Pete Michael, he's back.
3: Well, yeah, Pete Michael's I mean, back. I mean, I think we've probably got to talk about um, that not for today, maybe, but maybe on our main show that we do have or appear to have a bit of a problem on offense. Something isn't clicking now. I think that might change next week. Well, it might've changed next week with Alvin Kamara coming back, but now we don't know yet as of recording, who's going to be quarterback next year, next week. I suspect it's going to be Jameis Winston.
2: Yeah, that's my guess.
3: But anyway, that's, that's for, um, that that's for our main show this week. Um, I think we should talk about some positives on the offense. Chris Olave again, um, another stellar game. Um, he's really beginning to make the step up into the upper echelons of wide receivers um, in the NFL. Um, that catch, <laughs> amazing down the sideline, was was unbelievable. Um, so yeah, Chris Chris Alave is really uh, really starting to, uh, to to show out.
1: So so give me help me out on again. I couldn't see replays and all um it so alave had eight catches but he had 11 targets um it seems like i remember the other two balls either hitting him in the chest or hands um either in the end zone or close to the end zone um, so, so i, I know one, he gave me the one good one handed to catch but there was he that, also missed yeah. catches that would have won the game
3: so the was one that, that one where where in the he corner was, the one in the corner he was actually out of bounds so he, his foot was out of bounds so it wouldn't have counted even if he'd have caught it mm-hmm. I mean that doesn't excuse but, the drop, no, I get yeah, it. That, yeah,
1: I was but 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 the quarterback threw it in a place where it would have been a touchdown if the receiver keeps his foot in yeah. and catches the ball and hit him in the chest.
3: If it's the one I think it is, I think the defender in front of him did get a slight touch on the ball that just deflected it okay. ever so slightly. If I'm thinking of the same one. Um but yeah, no, no, you're you're quite it, right. It seemed like there
1: was another one he went up in the air for and didn't come down with
3: Yeah, I don't I don't remember that one. Um but yeah, yeah, I, I suppose the point you're trying to make is it's all well and good doing the Hollywood highlight catches, but sometimes just catching the simple ones would be nice. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's
1: important, and I, yeah, at, at the end, um, there was one going over the middle where he slid and tried to catch it and didn't catch the ball. Yeah, because yeah, it, it was a Michael Thomas go to your knees and slide thing, but
3: it was <laughs> Crystal Lover. Yeah, no, it was. Um, I think Jason, you mentioned it before, Kendra Miller. Um, had some nice little runs, uh, particularly in the
2: first half. Um, yeah, he he really showed the patience, showed showed some vision. So I'm like, okay, they got that going for them. They they've been able to mix that in, in the first half. Just keep it up in the second half, and they just it seemed like they just totally abandoned it. I mean, you know, the stats he averaged three three point eight per carry doesn't seem like a lot, but I just thought he, I just thought he ran really well, and and they they just went away from it, and they just got really conservative when Jameis came in. I mean, all those, how many three and outs? Four?
3: four straight three and outs? Four straight three and outs, I think. Yeah.
2: Well, four in a row. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Four in a row. Um, the, the, the yeah, scene... I don't
1: care how good your defense is. You can't, do, there's only so much you can put up with and, and be able to just be out, be back on the field over and over again as soon as you got off the field. And we, I think we have a great defense, but you could see the defense, the defensive talent changes a lot over the course of the game. Um, I think the Packers finally figured out that we had two cornerbacks that weren't playing that great.
2: And, they attacked the two of them. and the defensive line just looks slow up there. I mean, couldn't really get any pressure. I know we weren't blitzing a ton, but it just seemed like Love had a lot of time back there to to throw the ball.
3: I've, I've written down here zero pass rush against an inexperienced O-line.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, and Considering the last two weeks where we've been going against weaker offensive lines and made them look really, really bad and the, the pass rush has been really good, today was a was was a bit of a strange one. Uh, but Wesley you made the point there. Um the defense in the second half just looked completely gassed because of the offense's ability to move the ball consistently you know four straight three and out so the defence are getting what three minutes rest in between mm-hmm. in between drives. Um just one more thing going back onto the offense for me was um no Rashid Shahid in No the did he have any game plan today. No oh. catches at all. No, his obviously his big play was the punt return.
1: Mm-hmm. They handed him the ball on a sweep, they got nothing.
2: Yeah. That's
3: right. It just seemed really strange that there wasn't much Shaheed. And again, last week, Taysom Hill closed the game out. He doesn't touch the ball in the fourth quarter. Um I think um I think Pete Carmichael's name's changed again, Jason.
2: Yep. Pete Michael, until further notice. He's back. It didn't take long.
3: <laughs> no, it didn't, did it? Three weeks, three weeks. So I think we do need to talk a little bit more about Alonte Taylor, um, particularly in the first half. What did you make of uh, – what did you make of his performance today?
2: I mean, I, it, was, it was amazing because so he was thrust into the spot and he, and he performed. They, they threw it at him, some great defensive plays. He had a sack um, back there and, you know, he made some – you know, he got called for some pass interference later, but overall, man, that first half was fucking amazing. Was it so your
1: I just kept getting
2: – yeah, I, I feel differently. Um,
1: I kept getting messages during the game from different people like, man, Taylor's doing this. Watching the game from in the stadium, yes, he, he got a sack, and he did have a um, – uh, I know a good tackle behind the line. But he was – when he did make – plays he was out of position terribly and facing the wrong way and I get it he's he's getting beat by not being able to like stop a wide receiver he's making up for it by being long and athletic so I get it he's making it up and if he figures out a way to make up for it and knock the ball down without getting a penalty he'll be an okay corner but he is out of position on almost at some point during guarding a wide receiver on a route He's out of position at some point in there on every single one of them. Again, yes, he makes up for it, but he gets in a bad spot a lot. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the game, I mean, they just decided they were just going to throw to him and yacht him over and over again. Um, And I mean, they just moved right down the field
2: once they did that. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating to watch.
3: Yeah, it was. I mean, the, the, the difference between the two... The two halves was just start, really was. Um, But you kind of feared that when Derek Carr went out, the Saints would go a little bit more conservative. They went a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they went a lot more conservative. Now, now look, Jameis Winston did okay on that final drive and got us into field goal range. So there is a bit of a sign that, you know, should Jameis Winston have to start, Next week, which is probably likely, mm-hmm. we might be able to move the ball with him at quarterback. They well, did I'm move sure. it a little bit. He
2: got it. He I'm finally mean, got Michael Thomas involved in the game.
3: Yeah, he did, well, and and he got us into field goal range to win the James game. James
2: Winston threw for two less yards than Derek Carr. Yep, I
1: mean, and and I I I get it that people are going to be disappointed that Derek Carr is certain James Winston's playing quarterback. Um, Jameis Winston put us in field goal range, too, for what should have been a very easy, makeable, game-winning field goal. Like, I mean, yes, it would have been better to drive down and get a touchdown earlier in the game when he first came in, but, like, it's it's, it's, it's a tough situation. And if we just think about our offensive success this year, we've had three or four good offensive drives in three games. I mean, like, we we had one in this game with Derek Carr at quarterback. Um, we had yep. one that was okay, and then we just, you know, didn't even try to score. It seemed like it, it was like we just, oh, good, we're in full goal range. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, but I, I don't know if right now what we've seen, if I mean, if Jameis is going to do much worse, as long as he doesn't throw the ball to the other team, like we're going to have some explosive plays, we're going to have some incompletions, we're going to have some sacks. That's what we've been having. Yep. I mean, again, I, I would rather have Derek Carr. I don't want to. But I just, Derek Carr hasn't played, been what I hoped Derek Carr would be so far. He's kind of played like Jameis Winston.
2: 11 sacks and 11 quarters I mean, for Carr.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, he's, he's thrown two dumb interceptions. He's thrown some deep balls that are beautiful, and he's gotten sacked a bunch of times.
3: Yeah, two touchdowns he's I mean, thrown.
1: Right. I mean, he's, Derek Carr has been Jameis Winston. I mean, it's, yeah. it's okay. So, like, as long as Jameis can come in and be the better half of Jameis Winston, the you know, not. just I mean, there's at least a chance we can move the ball, and we got to at least get some first downs to let our defense get rest. But I mean, this yeah, isn't ideal. A...
3: But... No, I mean, if we can get the Jameis that played the first few games under Sean Payton, where he was not throwing interceptions and was not throwing for too many yards, you know, the defense is still going to be good. You know, I don't. I don't think this second half. Says that they're a bad. you know, Still haven't conceded more than twenty points. That's eleven games in a row. No. Yep. Now, Record. so you know, yeah, I, th- I think I think you make a good point there. Actually, that uh, is the drop off going to be as much as people think it is, and it might not be.
1: It's. Would bad. you trade Derek Carr for Jameis Twinston and Alvin Kamara? <laughs> <For six weeks? laughs>
3: well, that's essentially what's going to happen, isn't it? I mean, definitely. <laughs> I mean, again, I would on. rather have
1: I would rather have Carr, but um, this uh, anybody who was pounding the table saying that we needed to trade Jameis to the Jets for a fifth rounder probably better better be happy that we have Jameis Winston right now.
3: Yeah, well, we'd be starting Taysom Hill next week if we did that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I I don't I think that they would be doing something else. I think they'd be bringing in somebody that you have you'd not wanted to ever have heard
2: of. Oof. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's there may not be that big of a drop off. It just feel like I just leave this game feeling deflated, you know. Even for though sure. losing, lo- sure. you know, losing Carr, he hadn't played great, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Like I'm hoping the best for Jameis. Obviously, I hope he comes in and and with a week of practice under his belt, looks better. He'll be playing at home.
3: It'll be so, more of a game plan.
2: Just start slinging the him. ball around. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I think you know. Would we have all taken two and one after three games, with w- knowing that we didn't have Alvin Kamara for those three games? I think we probably all would have taken two and one.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know me, so taken two and I one, predicted. and then no more Derek
1: Carr.
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know.
2: Just a brutal one to take. I, we'll,
1: and let's let's we we don't know what's wrong with this. With we're, we're going to assume that he's we know he's at the hospital getting an MRI, so we're going to assume shoulder. Um, yeah. They're not going to MRI is you know, his collarbone. They can tell X rays will be fine with that. Yeah. So that means we're looking at shoulder integrity, and there's there's things in there that are weeks, and there's things that are months, things that are years, and things that are you never throw at right again. I mean, so let's just see what it looks like.
3: Yeah. See, we're supposed to sign quarterbacks who have shoulder injuries, not give quarterbacks <laughs> shoulder injuries. <laughs>
2: Oh uh, man. Yeah, it's uh, just god deflating.
3: It is because at halftime you're thinking, oh, we're gonna be three and oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No no doubt in my mind we were gonna win the game at that No doubt. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh man. Right. Any final thoughts? Jason, you go first.
2: Well, it'll be interesting to see this week's uh discussion amongst the fan base how they feel going <laughs> oh, forward to next week. A lot of them do not care for Jameis Winston. So I would imagine we're going to hear a lot of that this this week and just look hope hope for the best. We'll probably get news on Carr what tomorrow or Tuesday maybe. Mm. So just fingers crossed hope for the best and and man, I just hope uh, th- it'll be nice to get the Kamara bump next week but man, got to play offense just has to play better. Has to play better.
3: Yeah. It does. Wesley, any final thoughts from you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think
1: that, one, I'll say that at some point, anybody on defense um, could have been the difference in this game. Um, I think Lattimore probably, I mean, definitely had his worst game of the season, um, but did not uh, have the, the effort that we wanted to see from Lattimore going into the home of Jair Alexander and being able to take a step while Jair didn't play. Um, just on a positive note, though, Isaiah, Isaiah Foskey got in and actually played some real snaps. Um, has four tackles, um, yep. which uh, uh, I I would say, for a second round pick that was clearly was told needed a lot of time to develop in his third game, but really his first time actually getting playing time to get in and get legitimate playing time and get four uh, four tackles is good. So um, I'm hoping that when, if, when somebody does some breakdown of how his snaps are, that they actually looked good. That that would be that would be huge to get to, to get him in and actually get some production from him.
3: Yeah, you would. Right, that's all the show we have for you this week, so thank you for listening. Listen to the Dome Patrol podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm still not going to call it X, at Don't Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. And if you want to join the Game Day Discord chat, hit us up and one of us will send you the link. Say bye-bye, donkeys.
2: Bye-bye, undefeated donkeys.
1: Why are you still-
3: Middle of town, then play kickball till the
1: sun went down. But now all I do
3: is get VD. What the hell happened to me? It makes no sense. I can't believe I ended up me. I'm out of my cord. Won't
2: that is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of
0: big names together. I
2: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech.
0: It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal.
3: Listen to The Deal.
2: Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.